I am Sarah Rainey, world traveler, speaker, author, and travel concierge. Over the years, I have lived a life full of passion and adventure through travel. Today, it is more important than ever to learn the secrets to creating a dream vacation. There is one thing you cannot get back, and that is time, so don't waste it. As your travel advocate, I want to share with you the secrets that I have learned over the years. I had the privilege of being interviewed this week by Holly Kelly on the Aging Gratefully radio show. If you haven't heard Holly's program, I highly recommend that you tune in to hear it on iTunes. In today's podcast, I'm going to share this interview with you. And I bring you returning guest. Uh, so much fun. Sarah Rainey is a speaker, author, and travel concierge offering unique life experiences through travel that can make your personal journey unforgettable. Sarah is a former host of Travels with Sarah, respected enrichment and destination speaker on board major cruise lines with organizations. She is also the author of Amazon International Bestseller, Senior Travel Guide, How to Survive Squatty Potties and More, author of Seven Ways to Live a More Passionate and Adventurous Life. As a widow and solo traveler, Sarah has explored over 100 countries in all seven continents. Through this, she has learned how to overcome personal heartbreak and discovered through travel, you can live a more passionate and adventurous life. I want you to visit her at sarahrainey.com. Welcome back as our returning guest, Sarah Rainey to Aging Gratefully. So glad you're here. Well, good morning. <laughs> and what a beautiful day it is today. Oh, so excited uh, to have you back uh, for the culmination of our Adventure Living series here on Aging Gratefully. Uh, we had so much fun last week, so uh, we're just going to wrap uh, this up with our bucket list vacations this week. So delighted that well, you're first, with us. First of all, let me say, when you were talking about Hope, Alaska, I lived up there probably about the same time you did. And I can remember going out to pick berries with the bushes you know, mm -hmm. pick berries off a bush, and my husband and I were there. We were talking, and we looked around. And there was a baby bear. Yes, looking at us. And where and there's a baby I, bear, there's a mama bear. There's a mama bear, and you know, we are always taught up in Alaska which bears to run from and which bears to play dead. Mm -hmm. But whenever you see that little bear behind the bush, you don't really remember which one is which. So we just kind of backed out of there. But yes. I remember the times that you're talking about in Alaska so fondly. So very much. It and I do remember the same thing, picking berries. I remember that uh, you stop picking berries rather quickly uh, when um, there's when you're in bear territory or when you are coming in contact with a bear. Yes, the berry, picky oh, ceases, yes. berry picking ceases. They are not domesticated animals. They're cute and cuddly, but never, ever <laughs> go up to them and try to pet them all oh, but I'm sure you're very much aware of how many tourists did go up there and try to get closer to the moose or pet the little baby bears, and then we had a lot of problems. I'm sure you remember that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, awesome. And, um, well, you're an expert practically in Alaska. so um, I am. I am yes. a destination specialist for the state of Alaska. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm so glad that you're here, and um, I'd like to um, – for you to tell us, uh, for those that maybe did not listen to last week's show or haven't had a chance to download that show, could you talk about what you do and what a travel concierge is? Could you catch them up on your services? Oh, I would love to. Okay. Well, for, first of all, I work with savvy travelers. Now, savvy travelers are people who plan 
tourists are people who buy. So I like working with the savvy travelers. Now, like you mentioned before, I understand what it's like to be a senior and a widow, and I know what it what you need to be comfortable and safe, especially if you have special needs. And special needs can mean anything. It could mean that you have a special diet or you just can't walk as fast as what you did, or it could mean scooters, wheelchairs, or higher seats on a toilet or large print menus, many, many, many things. Basically what I do, I take the fear out of travel by finding out what your interests are and if you have any special needs. I search out and recommend only the best travel companies. And if they don't meet my high standards or my company's high standards, I don't do business with them, period. I don't care what they're offering. I make sure that your vacation dollars, that you're getting value and your money is spent wisely and you're getting the the most for your bucks, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, I am here, I'm with you before, during, and after your trip because there are things that come up during your trip that sometimes you need help on. And I I just love helping people get the most out of their money and get a vacation that they really, truly will remember. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons that we uh, definitely reached out to you. So one of the things that you say that I love is make your life a glorious adventure that brings you in sliding, sliding in sideways with champagne in one hand and chocolate in the other shouting, wow, what a ride. So I want to ask you, why adventure? What is it about adventure that is so important to our human experience? Well, it keeps you young at heart. I believe my life is like a puzzle. Now, I can have a small puzzle with 20 pieces, keep putting that same old 20 pieces together, doing the same old thing every day, seeing the same people, eating the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I decided at a very young age that I wanted something more than that. So I went out and I started living. Now, I took on things that was a challenge many times. It put me out of my comfort zone to include this on, <laughs> to include this live radio show. Um, but every time I've done something, I don't know, it just added to my life. It gave me more, and it kept me young. I can remember the other day I was watching a TV show, which I very rarely watch, and they were talking about somebody being elder, somebody being a senior, and I looked at the picture. They showed the picture. It was some entertainer, I believe, and I looked at him and said, boy, he must be in his 80s. He was younger than me. He was 60. And I'm looking at him and saying, boy, I don't want to look like that. I want to live a life. I want to get out there and experience. The more you experience, the more people you put around you that are upbeat. In my neighborhood, I live in a senior village. And when I get out of this neighborhood, I realize what a difference it is. Here we're young. We play tennis. We swim, we hike, we dance, we, you know, we live a life, we travel. And in life, you just must get out there and do something. Get out of your box. It, it's mm-hmm. a little scary. Mm-hmm. Boy, the rewards. There's so many rewards with living your life through travel. Mm-hmm. That's oh, I, one way. I so agree. And I say uh, throw away the box. Oh, get yes, rid- get, definitely yes. so. Get rid of the box. 
you might have to get out of the box first, then throw it away. It's like <laughs> a step true. process. But yes, too many people, and I have a lot of relatives. I know they're not listening to the show because they just wouldn't do it. But I have a lot of relatives that haven't traveled 40 miles away from their home. They've never seen a movie. Mm-hmm. They've never done anything like because they're so caught up in that little 20-piece puzzle mm-hmm. and they're afraid to get out. And that is, oh, my goodness. Life is so short. Live yes. it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Be passionate about it. And, yes, you're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And you're going to feel uncomfortable. But then to look at the rewards you're going to get. Well, they say if your plans or what you have slated for your future doesn't scare you or intimidate you a little bit, then they're not bold enough. And I I read that mm-hmm. and I think, you know, that's probably true because it is so important that we do push ourselves um, and challenge ourselves because uh, we do need to try to push those comfort zones and continue to try to uh, push the boundaries some so that we are seeing what we're capable of and making ourselves overcome some of the challenges that we may have. So I think that's so important. You say that luxury is a state of mind and that you're looking for life-changing, passionate adventure. And my work in gerontology is helping people, I think of it being similar, plan for the end, but I know that sounds so gloomy. I tag on inspiring your new beginning. It's about identifying and uncovering their passions that may have been lost in the first half of life, which is so common because people are busy living and raising children and working. Um, so I help people rediscover their dreams um, in, a, in a different approach. Why do you um, think in the second side of life people often lose sight of their dreams? I think we are so much looking at two words, what if. I know I found myself there. When I lost my husband and things things start changing, you start thinking about different things. And those two words, what if. Mm-hmm. What if I get sick? What if. What if, what if, what if. Forget the what ifs. Wow. Okay? I love that. Get out there and do something. Get out of, like like we were just talking about, get out of that box. And for mm-hmm. heaven's sakes, get rid of those people that consider themselves your friends, but they are gloom, doom, and complainers. Mm-hmm. And they always want to tell you you can't do something. You're too old to do it. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. My goodness. Um, I Like I said, traveling, I can remember this 94-year-old man traveling with us in Siberia. And he was the life of the party. Mm-hmm. He got himself into trouble many times because he was ornery. I guess, can I use that <laughs> word nowadays? Yeah, of course. But, but he was something else. But I'll tell you what, on that trip, real briefly, it was in Siberia. We went up to what is termed the Old Believers Fort. Now, these were Russian Orthodox uh, people who escaped and set up this fort so they could have religious freedom. They lived the same way there as they did practically back in the 1600s, which -hmm. means they have no medical. They really have nothing. Now, they can go into the large towns in Siberia and have fine medical and everything, but they don't. They live there by growing their own vegetables, their fruits. They have no electricity, they have outhouses. Clean, very, very clean. But what was so unusual about this, it woke a lot of us up because we were all seniors. 
we went in there and we were talking to the host and we were in there eating at their tables and everything and they were all excited they were just talk 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 and we couldn't figure out why they were chit-chatting so we asked the person who was in charge of us and they said that they were so excited they had never seen anybody as old as what we were (laughs) and especially as old as what i'm going to call him frank frank was and because their average lifespan there is 50 I was looking at people I thought were in their 80s and 90s. They were only 50. And that was their average lifespan. Mm -hmm. We are so fortunate to live in a country and live in a world where we can achieve our dreams and be passionate about life. And we're just so fortunate. Mm -hmm. These people are living in a box, just like my uh, Mennonite background. They're living in a box. They're happy they're living in there, but they really don't know what's outside. But their average age is 50. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, it's, it's mind boggling how lucky we are. Mm-hmm. Very true. And, um, so important to fulfill those dreams and bring them to fruition. Um, so let's visit vacation experiences for those mm-hmm. with handicapped needs or special needs, be it dietary, mobility. So they, Everyone has dreams, um, but some people may feel that it's impossible to achieve their vacation bucket list. Um, and, you know, I want to talk about, you know, a couple things. I had some listeners, I'll just share with you. A couple of listeners wrote me. Um, I had um, on Twitter, rockyourmessages, um, rockyourmessages.com. Uh, don't have a particular geographical location, but a beautiful island, preferably a private or semi-private one. Another listener, I'd like to retrace the journey of Lewis and Clark. Another listener, I would like wow. to explore uh, famous um, shipwrecks. All of those you can do. It just depends. Unfortunately, all of the ones that you mentioned are, would be high-priced items. Mm-hmm. But... You have to be flexible, and you have to plan. And mm-hmm. this is the key thing. I just arranged, a, uh, I have to say this, a vacation of a nightmare for a couple that travels with me everywhere. And they are handicapped. They can walk a little bit, but they're in wheelchairs. And they wanted to go through the Mediterranean. And it has become a nightmare, but they are so flexible. They're willing to sit down and plan with me. And that's the way you do it. You sit down and you plan with somebody. You be realistic because there's certain things you cannot do. But maybe you can do it in another location around the world that you don't know about, and it will be safe, and you can do it. It's a matter, again, I cannot say this enough, is whenever you're planning something, especially a vacation, sit down. List what you really want to do. Also, list down what you really don't want to do. And then just make your list. And then we can go and we can start planning and get that vacation. Sometimes it takes months to do. Sometimes it's a shorter period of time. Depends on what, again. Again, plan, research, plan. But for goodness sakes, stay off the Internet When it comes to prices, do not base your trip on a cost because those costs that you see advertised on the Internet are usually, shall we say, um, 
unrealistic because once they start adding things on, especially after you're on a trip, then they can be quite costly, much more than if you had planned ahead and you're paying, you know what you're paying for, you know what you have, is so much better. And yes, mm-hmm. I, I love planning for people with handicaps. I, that's my favorite thing to do because I know what it's like. When I took my husband on those trips at the end of his life, it taught me a lot. And it taught me to look out on when I'm on board traveling and which companies are better for people that have problems. There's some companies out there I would never put anybody on with a wheelchair. I would just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be careful. And you have to have somebody that's there to help you. I just heard of an incident just this last week with a friend of mine who came back from a trip on Uniworld Cruise, uh, Riverboat Cruise, which is incidentally a fabulous cruise line. A lot more expensive than some of the other ones. But she was telling me that somebody boarded their ship, or excuse me, the riverboat, at the last minute. And the reason why they boarded it, and they were so happy there, was they had flown over this was an older couple. They had flown over to get on a competitor's ship, riverboat. Once they got there, the company came and said, I'm sorry, the riverboat, you will not be able to take the trip on the riverboat. We have a land package for you. Talk about a change. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not even planning for a wow. riverboat. You're planning right. for a riverboat cruise, and all of a sudden you're put on a land package where you're traveling around in buses. Do you know what a catastrophe that would be Mm -hmm. for somebody that was handicapped? Yes. I mean, even just a little bit. Mm -hmm. There are things that do happen. Now, this is a rarity, and I have to admit this company should have done something better. I don't even book it as a rule. But there are things that happen. Now, these people were savvy travelers, and they had enough money they could book on Uniworld. Immediate, and they were able to get space, and no, it was not cheaper because they got on at the last minute. It was probably more, but um, it really requires somebody to be with you before, during, after, because if something major happens, you need somebody to call and say, hey, what do I do next? Help me. And For sure. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Mm-hmm. It's very much, again, I cannot say it over and over again, more and more and more. Plan, 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 and be effective. Be flexible, and then you can have a beautiful vacation, even well, if something you, goes wrong. You are teaching you are teaching us that that planning is definitely um, the most important element. So when we come back from break, um, I want you to address a listener's question. They had a dream vacation that they wanted to take, but they uh, feel it's very expensive and wanted to know some tips on how to prepare savings-wise. You're listening to Aging Gratefully with Sarah Rainey. We'll be back right after this. and I'm from Sugar Hill, Georgia, and I love listening to Aging Gratefully every Friday with gerontologist Holly Kelly. The Ladder Life Planning Institute is the ultimate guidance for life's inevitable destiny and your path to passionate aging and inspirational advanced care planning. LLPI offers tools that educate, inspire, and enlighten. Live vibrantly, plan thoughtfully, age dynamically. Visit LLPI for business and individual consulting services. 
professional and keynote speaking, books, workshops, education, webinars, and resources. LLPI is here to transform your ladder life living today. Visit them at LadderLifePlanningInstitute.com. Live extraordinary, age dynamically. Visit LadderLifePlanningInstitute.com. I'm Ginger Reagans, a gerontologist and certified aging and place specialist from Lawrenceville, Georgia. And I love listening to the Aging Gratefully show every Friday with gerontologist Holly Kelly. Awesome. Welcome back to Aging Gratefully. And a listener wrote and says, I have this dream vacation I've been wanting to take, but I don't think I'll be ever able to because it's so expensive. I'm trying to save money for it. What other things can I do to make this vacation dream come true and not break the bank? So, Sarah Rainey, what advice do you have for them? Well, what is expensive? What is expensive to one person is cheap to another person. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, it's a matter of setting down. And I know I said this before, mm-hmm. planning. Put down on paper what it is you really want to do, the two top things you really want to do. And I know that there. I, I work with people with all kinds of budgets. It, but it has to be a realistic budget. Mm-hmm. It has to be, but sometimes you can save a lot of money by really going in and plan. I keep going to planning all the time. You're probably so sick and tired of hearing that. <laughs> but if you go in and know what you really want and put a value on what you really want, you can save money other ways. You can maybe not go as long as what you thought you wanted to go. Or you might decide, well, hey, that country's a little bit too expensive. Why don't, why, why don't we do it in another country? In other words, going to Japan is going to be really expensive when strawberries are there $3 a piece or more. But if you go to another place, you might get the same idea. Let's take zip lining. You mentioned zip lining, didn't you? Zip lining. You may want to go zip And yes, people who are in wheelchairs go zip lining. It depends on the area. But you can go zip lining almost anywhere. But you do want to go where it's safe. You want to go where the price is reasonable. There's just so many things that you can do to cut back on a trip. But where you pay the most money, Holly is when you go in and purchase something that says cheap, two-for-one, free, that's where you pay the most money. Wow. Because they get you, and then they start adding on more Mm -hmm. money and more money. Some of the tours, a lot of the companies that I work with, everything is included. And people say, oh, my goodness, that's a horrible price to pay. Fail to realize is that... If you buy something cheap, they have you. Mm-hmm. And they went on. Usually something cheap in the room. It ends up, you end up in places that you don't want to go. You end up with people that are are maybe shopping, and that's one thing you don't want to do. You end up in large buses. Well, I mean, not large buses, but, but like, say, 50 on a bus versus 15 on a bus. Mm-hmm. 
it's a matter of sitting down and recognizing what you really want to do and planning for it. And yes, it may be costly, but it might not be as much as what you think it is. Because expensive, how do you know what something costs? How do you really know by what somebody tells you or what you see? No, you have to sit down and logically lay out what it is you want to do and then find out truly what it costs. Now, you may have to give up something because it costs too much and do something mm-hmm. different. It's again, it's again, you have to be flexible. It's mm-hmm. a give and take. I am learning, plan, flexible. We're getting this. We are getting this Sarah Rainey School of Travel. We really are. Um, so what are the pros and cons? Okay, I'm going to be the first to say, I'm, I'm a, this is going to break your heart. It is. I'm just, I'm going to say, I'm a terrible traveler. I'm not a savvy traveler. I'm awful. I'm an overpacker. I, I'm just lousy at it. I, I'm, I'm lost in airports. I'm wandering aimlessly. I, I would miss my flights. I, I need help. Um, Honestly, oh. I, I, I'm a mess. I, 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 my compass is broken. I have no GPS. I, I, I could get lost in a circle. I'm just a mess. Okay. I'm geographically illiterate. I'm absolutely a mess. Um, I, I really am. So self-proclaimed. Um, I, I've got to embrace what I know my shortcomings are. And this is it. So my favorite vacation is my own backyard. Uh, truth. <laughs> it really is. Nothing um, wrong with that. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, sometimes I am forced to explore the the great world, and I do do love it when I do go somewhere. I just know I'm not that great at it. What are the pros and cons of a long vacation versus a short one? I'm better at short vacations, um, uh, like a weekend getaway. Um, and and what should someone take into consideration as they plan? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be gone for a couple weeks. Uh, Bimini, Bahamas, all that, offshore fishing trip, um, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff this summer. Um, so what types of things should someone plan for each type of trip? Well, when it comes to weekend trips, usually they're within the continental United States, mm-hmm. and they usually require hotels. Now, hotels are very expensive. True. And all you get is a bed. And I know they advertise them for like $200 a night, which is a good rate. But once you get there, you must add on another $100 for incidental costs, plus your food, plus everything. So weekend trips can be very costly depending on where you're going. And, again, you have to make sure that that hotel is in the right location for you to do whatever it is you want to. And most importantly, too, our hotel, I live in Vegas area. So, mm-hmm. of course, we have some of the largest hotels in the world. Um, hotels can be huge. And there are a certain uh, allocation of rooms that are given to price, um, given to all the Internet sites that are the least desirable rooms. And sometimes in one hotel they call them the dungeon because mm. they're so far away from everything. You end up where you can't even, you're so exhausted just walking out to get something to eat, you don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. So there's many things to take into consideration, again, on that. As far as traveling, uh, you know what, I have seen your moment. (laughs) What was your next question? So the pros and cons of a long vacation. I need this show more than anybody uh, or as much as anybody else does. Um, How do we, and you're right, I just want to say, I have planned short trips, you know, when, when, um, planning for my son's college road trips, 
and doing these three or four day trips to look at colleges versus a week on a summer vacation, those college road trips, just booking a hotel somewhere were as much money as, as, as in a, as a week vacation somewhere that I booked and it was a package. Yes. It happens all the time that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends on you as an individual. You have to just sit down and just understand what it is you really want. And you have to take in the consideration handicapped. There are people out there, I have a friend who's like this, she does not want to be recognized as handicapped. If you're handicapped, you're handicapped. You must admit to that and make plans for it. Mm-hmm. And I, used, I, I so use the term uh, handicapable. Handicapable. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of people that are definitely handicapable. Mm-hmm. And just because I use the word handicapped, that does not necessarily mean that you, I should use, I could use the word special needs too. That does not mean that you're in a wheelchair. No, it just that means not that mean you that. need assistance of some kind. Well, I'll tell you what, I know that I was in Italy taking a tour, and I am a certified tour guide as well as a tour manager. But I was on a trip in Italy, and this taught me a lesson pretty quickly. I took a shore excursion. Now, I took one that had the little guys in my that my strength level how walking. But what I didn't realize was is that in Italy the tour guides are not trained the way I was trained to look mm-hmm. back to see if everybody's in the group. They are there that's not their what they do. What they do is they are step on guides. They talk about everything that there to see and that is their purpose to get every round everybody around to see everything not to make sure that everybody's with the group everybody is having a good time their mission is to go around and make sure they have follow everything on that list and talk about everything in that area well that's not good because yeah some people move slower some people have a slower pace Mm -hmm. a slower gait their mobility is challenged and so those people would be left they are. They are left behind. Mm-hmm. They definitely are. And even I was left behind in Herculum. Mm-hmm. I, I was. I believe what she told me when she told me that they were going to go up the steps and they were going to wait up there for ten minutes. I just kind of ambered on. I was walking with a senior that needed a little bit of extra help, and I got up there about five minutes later. Everybody was gone. They had decided. Well, everybody's here. She didn't count them because I wasn't there, and mm-hmm. she they. Ran to the bus. Wow. Okay. And so, what I'm saying is that there are certain countries that are really good. Uh, and certain cruise lines, certain travel companies are very good about working with handicapped people, working with special needs. And like I said again, I do not have any physical ailments. I ballroom dance and everything. But I cannot keep up with a 20-some-year-old. Mm-hmm. I cannot keep up with a group of people that are walking so fast or they want to see everything. And most importantly, and I know I've said this with my book and everything, bathrooms. <laughs> In other countries, there are countries you can visit that I swear the tour guides are camels because mm-hmm. you can go for four <laughs> or five hours and not get water and not be able to use a restroom. hmm Yes. And then there's other tour companies where they nickel and dime you death. Oh, yeah, you're on this tour, but they don't include any water, don't include any food, they don't include anything. In fact, sometimes they don't include emissions into the buildings. 
Mm-hmm. So, again, I would say that you have to plan a vacation, whether it's a hotel or whether it's a, a, um, a land supplier or whether it's a cruise ship or a weekend someplace. You just can't just go buy something. Mm-hmm. You have to know what you're paying for and have it written down. Anybody can say anything. Have it written down and you get paperwork. I know this is a paperless world. It's frustrating to me. But I make sure that everybody has a copy of their visa. Everybody has a copy of their transfers. Everybody has their hotel. Everybody has everything. And it's listed down what they are going to get. And if they don't get it, well, I have some recourse too. Right. So Um, it's very important. So fulfilling our bucket list is, I consider it more than a trip, more than a getaway or traveling. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost to me, I consider it a rite of passage and experience really of human growth. It's soulful. Uh, I think of you walking with the penguins. I saw the picture of the penguins on your website. It's moving. Um, you don't just think, wow, that was cool. And next, uh, these trips can be, I would say life changing, wouldn't you say? And, and I'm, I'm wondering if you can say in what ways and how that is and why that is and, and what's going on there. Oh, yes, they're life-changing. First of all, they make you feel young. They make you feel adventurous. You're out there. You're learning new things and doing new things, meeting new people. You're getting out of that square little uh, box that you're in, and you're eating different food. And it's just, how can I say this? I I actually lecture on this. I do my seven ways to live a more passionate, adventurous life through travel. And Mm -hmm. in it, I have some personal things that have happened to me on that particular trip Mm -hmm. that truly um, are unexplainable, but they did happen. Mm -hmm. And they made me realize that life was worth living after I lost my husband. That he was telling me, hey, you need to get on with your life. Because I actually dreamt of that, uh, of that, uh, trip weeks before my husband died. Mm-hmm. And when I got down there and finally looked up and realized I was looking at the same picture that I was dreaming about for so many weeks. Wow. It's a, it's a life changing moment. All of a sudden you realize that whatever has happened in the past, you cannot change. Mm-hmm. You, it is what it is. You just have to work with it and find ways around it and live life. There's a lot of people out there, as I say, they're playing their valiance. They want to complain about everything, about how this, that, and everything. Get away from those people. They're not worth it. Mm-hmm. You want to surround yourself with positive people and people who like to do what you want to do. And a lot of times you find those people when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Well, that segues um, right into um, why why do you feel it's important to visit other cultures in areas of the world? What can we learn from that? Because you learn so much by realizing that life is worth living through that vacation. What happens when we immerse ourselves in other cultures? Well, I live in, like I said, Las Vegas. And I live in a senior community here where we have every culture in the world living here. We have seven over 7,000 homes, but we have every culture here. Whenever I think about going out to a restaurant, I think about Thai, Chinese, Mongolian, whatever the case may be. Whereas 
And that is because I've been around and I've traveled and I've been around a lot of different cultures. I've learned to immerse myself into it and love their dancing and love whatever it is, whatever their culture brings. As people who want to eat only beef and green beans and mashed potatoes, those are the people who really don't travel. Those are the people that, oh, yeah, they might get on a cruise ship. And I remember asking somebody, I knew somebody like this. Mm-hmm. She got back from trip and she spent about $5,000 to go up to Alaska. And she came back and said, oh, Jennifer, what did you like about Alaska? And she thought for a minute and she says, boy, the hamburgers on board ship was wonderful. <laughs> Here is somebody living in Las Vegas who's saying how wonderful the hamburgers are. Now, of course, she is a tourist, spent a buku bucks where she could have had a different cruise line and had a much better experience. Of course, the culture is different up there, as you know, living up there. It's a matter of just experiencing, oh, what great it is to try food. I mean, I have eaten everything from, oh, gee, snake to uh, guinea pigs to anything. Oh, yeah, pin, uh, what do you call it, uh, pigeons in China, and I, bird's nest, you know, bird's nest out of China, I've eaten, oh, those are horrible, but anyway, <laughs> I have eaten them, I've experienced them, mm-hmm. I can say, yeah, I know what that tastes like, I know what that country smells like, the spices. Mm-hmm. You got your adventure maybe, on, you know? I got my adventure on, I may mm-hmm. not want that food again, mm-hmm. but I can say I have done it, I've experienced it. Well, I can tell you that um, I think someone should be living their bucket list throughout their life. Uh, when I get up and speak in front of groups, I say that I don't think this is something that is an off until later on another chapter of life. I think that life should be a constant bucket list journey of fulfillment. So my question to you is how early should someone actually start with their dream vacations, in your opinion, as far as planning goes? Well, I think that everybody, every trip you take should be a dream vacation, even whenever you're younger. It it just changes as you get older. Mm -hmm. And, And if you have, if you're in a situation where money may not be the key factor in traveling, Mm hmm then you don't have to kind of look for value as much as you would for somebody who's limited on a next, on a budget. And for those people who are limited on a budget, need to start planning enough time where they can get enough education and enough, be flexible enough to, say, cut out some things in their trip. It's a little bit more work, put it this way for somebody who has living on a budget. Because you have to make sure that every penny they're spending is on something they want. And also, too, they don't get caught up in another place mm-hmm. where they keep adding cost onto it, or worse yet, uh, getting into a place where they can't get around. They're stuck in a hotel. Mm-hmm. So it just depends, again, on the people. But honestly, you should take every trip you take, whether it's a two-day trip or whatever it is, there should be a reason why you're going and that you actually do that reason. It may be going to see a museum. It may go see a church. I don't care what it is. Or mm-hmm. like in your case, take your son to college. And that is very important. You're there. You're looking at the colleges. 
it has to be something. You just can't just get in the car and drive. Now, mm-hmm. there are some people can do that. But when you get older and you have different needs, different requirements, you want to be really selective in what you do. Mm-hmm. And you can travel at any age, really. Yes. So in the work that you do, could you share with us, because your job's exciting, and you do work with savvy travelers. We are almost, uh, wow, we only have just a couple minutes left in the show. What's the most unusual trip you've ever planned for someone? Unusual. Boy, that's hard to say. I mean, you've done some, you've done some unusual stuff. You know, almost every trip that I plan is unusual in a certain way. What does unusual mean to the individual? I think would be it. Um, I can't really, it's hard for me to answer that question because I've done so much traveling myself and I've planned so many things. I really don't think anything is unusual. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of deciding what you want to do and I get out there and I find what it is. Mm-hmm. And I try to make it work for my client. I, you know, like I said, you can go, go to the restaurant that's underneath the water where you have to come, you have to go swim down to it. There's hotels you have to swim. There's the ice hotels up in, um, well, we do have one in Alaska, but up in Siberia area that are fabulous to go see and do. Everything's ice inside. Your bed, the chairs, I mean, everything. Or that you is could go unreal, on, just unreal. Yeah, there's three hotels, yeah. Wow. They're absolutely beautiful. They hand-carve them every year. And they're absolutely gorgeous inside. And each one is different. Um, there's just so many adventures out there. They're on a, I mean, they're on a, I mean, they're, they're <laughs> unimaginable. So they really are. They really and, are. I mean, there's just so many, anything you really want to do, you can do, especially with the theme tours that are out there. Well, I'm going to, so um, much. And Dude Ranch is one of the theme tours. <laughs> Yay, because that's my, that's my dream vacation. I'm going to uh, want to is, do. Go, yes. Where are you going? I don't know, but I, that is, that is, I'm going to have to outreach to you and have you find me my person uh, to plan that trip for me. And I'm going to invite people to definitely visit you at sarahrainey.com and download your free ebook, Travel Tips for Seniors. Get her book on Amazon, Seven Ways to a More Passionate and Adventurous Life, or her website, sarahrainey.com. The other book is How to Survive Squatty Potties and More. She's all over YouTube. I mean, Sarah Rainey rocks it. I tell you, I don't often go seek out a guest, but I sought her out and uh, made her the star of my Aging Gratefully uh, Adventure Living series. So I want to end the show with the final question. Sarah Rainey, how do you age gratefully? How do I age gracefully? Well, I, by living life of passion and adventure one day at a time, through through unique life experiences that can make my personal journey unforgettable, you have to do one day at a time. And stepping out of my box, and believe me, was I in a box, and doing things that may be a little bit out of my comfort zone, such as this show, that it. That is what makes my life so wonderful. Just well, getting out of my comfort zone, doing something a little bit more each day and experiencing it. And I'm, glad, I'm glad you got out of your box on the show. 
um, because what a benefit to us and all of the wonderful Aging Gratefully listeners. Um, I'm honored uh, to have had you as a guest and I'm sure that we'll invite you again in the future. Your expertise is uh, fantastic and um, just so glad that you are out there doing what you do to benefit so many people that need your services. So I want to just thank you for being a guest on the show. I love it. I love working with you. You thank are you. terrific. And thank you so much for saying one thing, that you will come to me and ask me for somebody to plan that vacation because I had mentioned that Dude Ranch is not my expertise. <laughs> yes. And that is very important. Very good, and I will. It's my dream vacation. You've been listening to Aging Gratefully. I'm your host, gerontologist Holly Kelly. This wraps up our show. May each of you age great and live full. In the spirit of gratitude, until we meet again, here's to living your best life now. Thank you for tuning into my podcast today. I invite you to visit my blog on sarahrainey.com. And if you would like information on having me be a guest speaker at your next event, please visit livingalifeofpassionandadventure.com. Until next time, this is Sarah Rainey, your travel concierge.